Welcome to The Leverage Point, a podcast about your development and performance at work. Improvement doesn't have to be hard or boring. This podcast is a pragmatist guide to growth, achievement, and success. Discover your leverage point. My name's Angela Lane. And I'm Sergey Gorbatov. We are researchers and practitioners in the fields of talent, human performance, and behavior. And together with you, we'll translate science into leverage points. So, Sergey, what are we talking about today? Today, let's talk about mobility and success and what it means to be mobile and what it means today in the post-COVID world. If we think about how things were pre-COVID, mobility was a leverage point in the success that many people had. Three reasons for that. You know, for the people that were mobile, and we're thinking here of big changes, the skills that they would get from those assignments would be pretty significant. The fact of an international assignment was also a great differentiator on your resume. It was a signal, perhaps, about the sort of person that you were. But ultimately, in our view, the leverage point for mobility came down to simple maths. The more places you were prepared to be, the more job opportunities you have. So, Sergey, what's happening now in a post-COVID world? Where are we? Thinking about, you said three things, skills, opportunities, and differentiator. Uh, so my move to South Africa and the skills for or intercultural understanding. Think about it. It's a fascinating country. 11 official languages, deep socioeconomic issues, beautiful scenery, great cuisine. Just understanding what it meant, I felt I, I really honed my skills to understand diversity and, and, and celebrate it. So thinking about opportunities, well, my move to Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland is rich with opportunities. Uh, up to 25% of people living in Switzerland are actually foreigners. And the Swiss are quite proud of attracting the gray matter, as they like to say. And the differentiator signal. Now, if I look at my personal resume, and Angela, you, if you look at yours, living and working across four different continents, that's a, that's a differentiator. What does that mean? for us in a post-COVID world. Our resumes are in great shape. What about for folks that haven't had that opportunity yet? And when we think of the COVID environment, companies are considering safety of their workforce. Governments are mandating we stay at home anyway. A lot of individuals might be thinking it's smart to stay closer at home. What does this mean for the leverage point that somebody may have had if they were mobile in the past? We need to look at the both sides of the equation because some people might have just lost a leverage point. Others unexpectedly gained a possibility to get leverage. I know of so many examples from my friends and colleagues who had plans to go abroad to work, who had contracts signed, who had their moves planned. I know of a personal example. The guy packed up his house with, with his wife and three kids and a dog and that move never happened because the borders got closed. All the furniture, all the personal effects are in a limbo and in, in storage somewhere. And uh, they're still living in temporary housing uh, in, the, in the UK, unable to move to, uh, to the United States. So definitely for some people, COVID has created a lot of havoc and probably stalled their careers to a certain point. At the same time, it created opportunities for leverage for many others, for people who previously were not mobile. And now I can predict many companies will relax their requirements 
for virtual work. And by doing so, they will expand the pool of possible opportunities. Absolutely. And I think we're seeing the real world examples of that every day. Earlier in the crisis, we saw the tech companies come out in declaring that people could continue to work from home, that people could take up working from home opportunities for the longer term. We even see those leaders being matched by some pretty fast followers. The example that's coming to my mind, the CEO of Barclays Bank, can't think of much more traditional industry than banking, actually speculating about whether or not in the future you would even need the traditional city office. So starting to signal this idea of we don't have to be together to be productive. And Sergey, I know you have a story about a company that's actually never had an office ever. Yeah, and and they don't have this nightmare of Barclays CEO looking at the cost of real estate in uh, in the city of London. <laughs> that's for that, that's for sure. But uh, the story that uh, you are referring to, and I've um, and I've uh, and I've told it on a number of occasions. A small startup company, a tech company, probably fifty strong in the UK. Their founders live in Cambridge, and they've never had a physical office. Whenever they needed to meet or maybe get uh, get people together, each one of them has an access card to a co-working space. So a team meeting or maybe meeting a client. When the COVID came, because they were so accustomed to the virtual work, they didn't have to make any change to the way they interacted. In terms of the internal work processes, uh, the way how they collaborate, communicate with one another, nothing has changed. So it's one of the examples, but there are many. And uh, one would argue that it's easier for a smaller company to send everyone home or run a completely virtual operations. But examples that you named, Angela, uh, like Twitter, Facebook, MasterCard, Barclays, indicate that even the larger players are likely to follow suit in one shape or form. And the longer we live in this experience, the greater will be the appreciation for the different ways we can be productive while not being physically together. Sergey, what's the leverage point in this for us? The leverage point is in understanding what does this situation, what what was this post-COVID world mean for me? We said that there are three things that you can get from an an opportunity in a different country. You can get skills, you can get differentiation, or you can get more opportunities. Well, because you can't move the skills unless you can get them over the phone or over Zoom uh, or over a a digital learning platform, uh, you, you can't get those. Because we are all in the same situation, that doesn't make you very differentiated. However, opportunities galore. I'd say as many companies would probably move towards more flexible work arrangements, opportunities will appear where they didn't exist before. Opportunities will appear for people who previously weren't mobile to work on exciting projects outside of their geographical area and even being employed by organizations from from a foreign country. That is so exciting. And I don't know about you, I wouldn't wouldn't give up some of the great experiences I had with some of the moves that I made. But my goodness, what a great set of opportunities for those that maybe haven't been mobile that are starting to open up. So pragmatic suggestions, because we're all about that. 
If you haven't done so and you want to take advantage of this current leverage point, brush up your resume. And what do we mean by that? In this context, we mean it's all about focusing your resume in ways that show you have the skills to be a successful virtual worker. Here we're talking about things like establishing that you can build relationships virtually. That would be really, really important and something that would be fantastic to highlight. It's skills like having great management routines, being known for planning an organization because they're really important skills when we live in a virtual environment. And skills like communication. Are you first class at sharing, you know, through these mediums, vision, strategy, priorities, and keeping everyone aligned. So go back and take a tough look at your resume and ask, is it bulletproof in a virtual world? Sergey, what else can we do? How do I take advantage of this leverage point? Think about it. If your next job assignment is likely to be virtual, you need to get some skills in working virtually. So you can think about becoming a Zoom master or a collaboration tools expert. Do you actually know how Microsoft SharePoint operates or do, do, do you know how to create a community online? And finally, well, start thinking about the companies and maybe reach, reaching out and be strategic around that. Just think where the opportunities are most likely to appear because LinkedIn hasn't invented the button to indicate that you're open for virtual opportunities. I'm pretty sure it will appear. Just somewhere you will toggle a field and say, I'm willing to consider opportunities that are virtual and just to let the recruiters know that uh, you're a potential candidate. But until that happens, you, need, you may want to start thinking about what type of companies would be more willing to allow their people work virtually. You might want to go for companies that already have had good experience uh, with uh, their people working virtually. Typically, we'll think about tech companies, but also there are others. And uh, those that have good support infrastructure, the collaboration tools, the policies and guidance around virtual work. And right now in the press, there are so many articles about companies that are better and those that are considered best practice or pioneers of virtual work. Anything else that you would add to this list? No, but let's summarize by saying in the pre-COVID world, being globally mobile was a leverage point. It was the maths. You just had more opportunities. COVID comes along, opened our eyes. It's closed down moves, but it's opened our eyes to the possibility for great virtual work. So for those that see that as a leverage point, what are they doing? They're brushing up their resume to really make the skills associated with great successful virtual work pop. Things like building great relationships, having strong management planning, and having great communication. What else are they doing? They are making sure that they are masters of the technology. I like that expression you use, Zoom master. I want to be a Zoom master. Finally, I'm not sure if it's a real thing. If it's not, it should be. And finally, what they are leveraging the moment to identify and target companies that maybe are at that leading edge because those companies are having good experiences with virtual work. They're getting their infrastructure organized and they probably are companies that have a culture of result and not just a culture of putting in FaceTime. And that would make it a pretty great criteria for a job seeker, regardless of the moment we're in. Sergey, I think we've found ourselves a leverage point. Thank you for listening to us today and see you in the next webcast. Bye for now.